Hello and welcome to Cisco's quarterly Unified Contact Center podcast series. I'm Sean O'Connell with the Solutions Marketing Team for Cisco Unified Contact Center. This quarterly podcast series will provide the analyst community with timely updates on Cisco Unified Contact Center solutions, with this podcast focusing on Q2 of fiscal year 2008. We encourage you to provide feedback on these podcasts through your Cisco Analyst Relations contact. So here to update you on Cisco's contact center activities is Ross Daniels, Director of Contact Center Solutions Marketing. Hey, Ross, thanks for your time today. Hi, Sean. Uh, thanks very much. It's my pleasure to be here again uh, with this update to the analyst community. So, Ross, uh, back on last quarter's podcast in Q1, uh, we discussed a number of topics And among the topics we talked about were things like an update on customers, uh, field sales and partners. Uh, We talked about Cisco's annual Unified Communications Analyst Summit, which took place in September of 2007. Uh, We looked at Cisco's contact center vision, strategy, and execution plans, as well as looking at some of the business and product updates. And we also look towards the horizon a bit as we talked about uh, future plans for Cisco's Unified Contact Center. So, you know, based on feedback that we've received, uh, the podcast was very valuable to the analyst community. And I want to strongly encourage today's audience to listen to that podcast um, if they haven't done so already. So now turning our attention to the agenda for today's podcast, uh, in the next several minutes, Uh, We'll be covering the following topics. So first, we're going to start with uh, an update on some recent events, including highlights of contact center activities at Cisco's annual global conference, uh, the Seascape Global Forum. And then we're going to turn our attention to some business updates, uh, as well as some product and training updates. So, Ross, Q2, if we look back on Q2, it was definitely not a quiet quarter uh, for contact center events uh, in spite of the holiday season. And one of the the biggest highlights of Q2 was certainly our participation in the Seascape uh, Global Forum, uh, Cisco's most highly attended analyst event of the year. What what can you tell us uh, about your thoughts about that event? Well, I certainly agree, Sean, that... uh our Q2, uh, which was uh, November, December, and January, uh, was certainly a busy time. Uh, in December, uh, we welcomed uh, about 225 industry analysts, uh, more than 40 financial analysts, and more than 50 members of the press to San Jose at the Fairmont Hotel for the CCA Global Forum. Uh, and this annual event is um, you know, sort of always uh, a major uh, happening for Cisco. We get to hear directly from John Chambers and other senior executives uh, where they view uh, Cisco uh, today, where they view the market uh, is heading, uh, and really some good opportunities for one-on-one interaction uh, and interaction in small groups as well at some of the breakout activities. Um, The conference really focused on collaboration, uh, video, and the importance of video uh, moving forward. Uh, our software business, our really growing software business at Cisco, uh, and also, of course, uh, you know, Web 2.0 and, and the ways that we're leveraging Web 2.0 technologies into the way uh, we do business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were also fortunate to uh, leverage our Capstone customer program to uh, bring a number of uh, customers to participate in the event uh, as, uh, as both speakers and attendees. 
so that they could share their their thoughts directly uh, with the uh, the analyst and press community that was assembled there. Fantastic. So it sounds like a, a very important event, certainly for the analyst community. What uh, in particular uh, took place at the event from a contact center perspective? Yeah, well, you know, the contact center portion was uh, really um, important in terms of our one-on-one time uh, with some briefings at the event. Uh, as you know, Sean, we do our uh, Unified Communications Analyst event, which is really specific to Unified Communications uh, and with an additional focus uh, for a single day on uh, contact center. We really go into a deep dive on contact center. At the Seascape Global Forum, obviously, things are at a much uh, broader uh, level, uh, and the participation of the analysts there is much broader across really all of the technology areas where Cisco participates. Uh, that said, there were quite a, a strong contingent of uh, unified communications and contact center analysts uh, at the event. Uh, we engaged uh, in a number of one-on-one briefings, uh, again, sort of sharing thoughts about where the industry was uh, as we, uh, again, were sort of completing calendar year 2007, as this happened in December, uh, and also uh, hosted a, a table, uh, a lunch uh, table uh, with the contact center as the main topic uh, for that uh, lunch table. Fantastic, fantastic. So thank you for that update. And uh, I would encourage the analyst community listening to this podcast to, uh, to visit Cisco.com for information about that event, uh, both looking backwards and, and into the uh, future. So, Ross, of course, we don't just do uh, live in-person events, though those are are certainly important uh, to the activities we do. We also do a number of online events, and I know we had uh, a a webcast that took place uh, back in December uh, in partnership with the Digital Government Institute. Uh, What can you tell us about that? Well, this was uh, really um, obviously focused on the government uh, vertical uh, and primarily federal uh, government uh, as well. Um, and the uh, the webcast itself uh, was with one of our consulting partners, Tiverity, uh, and uh, the title of the webcast was Transforming Citizen Customer Service. This is really, again, sort of an important uh, view into how uh, government uh, organizations are responding to the needs of citizens, uh, really, of course, their customers, uh, and how they're using technologies like Cisco uh, Unified Customer Voice Portal uh, to deliver those services to the citizens. Interesting. So even governments care about customer service? <laughs> I know it doesn't always seem like <laughs> it, uh, but, uh, you know, the, the tax authorities and, uh, you know, folks like that, uh, although they may be the only game in town, uh, they do have a lot of oversight over them and, uh, and, and have certain metrics that they really need to follow uh, or else, uh, you know, they get subject to, uh, to different government uh, penalties and things like that. So uh, it doesn't always seem that way, but uh, our government is at least sometimes working for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. And, and uh, so that uh, webcast is actually archived on Cisco.com, and you can actually get to that link. Uh, the audience can get to that link by visiting Cisco.com slash go slash cc. And, in fact, that's our uh, landing page on Cisco.com for all things contact center. So I'd encourage everybody to go and visit uh, that site. That's great, and uh, probably by searching on Cisco.com for uh, Transforming Citizen Customer Service would pull that up as well. Absolutely. So transitioning now our discussion from events to business updates, let's take a look at some of the exciting uh, product and training updates that uh, we've announced and are in the process of announcing 
what can you tell us, Ross, uh, about some updates from uh, Q2? Sure thing, Sean. So uh, a number of uh, minor releases to uh, to talk about uh, in Q2. You know, we're always doing uh, service releases and things like that. That's sort of normal uh, ongoing business. But uh, our minor releases, our dot one or dot two releases, uh, you know, come off uh, on a schedule uh, as uh, as needed uh, rather than on a regular schedule like a service release. So a couple of important ones to uh, to highlight here. First off, I'll talk about. Um, uh, Unified Customer Voice Portal, which uh, is uh, has released uh, version 4.1, uh, along with that or coincident with that, um, uh, releasing at the same time uh, our Unified Call Studio 6.0 and our Unified Call Services uh, Universal Edition 6.0. And I sort of talk about these together because the Call Studio and Call Services uh, are, like Customer Voice Portal, really much uh, part and parcel uh, to self-service businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so with uh, this release, uh, we have a new uh, visual uh, voice application debugger. We have native uh, web services support. And with the uh, Unified Call Services, again, really extend the uh, ability to take uh, self-service application development to third-party uh, IVR and voice portal uh, solutions. And again, that's uh, been one of the things that we've really focused on in what we've called uh, and what some of the analysts will remember us calling open by choice. Uh, so continuing to uh, to support and uh, incrementally improve the unified call services uh, and call studio uh, remains important to that open by choice uh, idea. And I should mention, uh, I have to mention, that the link to uh, the CVP customer voice portal landing page on Cisco.com is Cisco.com slash go slash CVP. I think I'm recognizing a pattern here, Sean, with uh, the uh, URL development. Um, great. Thanks. Uh, thanks for that as well. Um, let's see. Beyond uh, the self-service realm, a couple of other areas of importance in terms of product uh, release and packaging. Uh, one important thing that uh, that happened in, uh, in Q2 uh, was uh, a repackaging of our Context Center Express standard. Uh, and what we're doing here is really redesigning and repricing uh, the standard offering, really reducing the price significantly uh, by, I think, uh, 40% uh, to meet the needs of customers with uh, smaller informal uh, contact centers as well as uh, you know, very small formal contact centers. Uh, so, again, with uh, major repricing and repackaging of functionality, uh, we think that uh, we have a good uh, differentiated offer for those small uh, formal and informal contact centers with Unified Contact Center Express. Excellent. And then... Uh, the last thing that I'd mention is um, uh, in terms of uh, partner-based solution, uh, we did um, reach a shipping uh, solution with our partner, Austin Logistics, uh, with their on-queue campaign management solution. Uh, this is uh, within what we call our Solution Plus program, which uh, enables Cisco Field and Cisco Channel partners to resell uh, complementary uh, partner offerings uh, with Cisco Contact Center solutions. So uh, the Austin Logistics on-queue campaign management solution is a really important complement to our outbound uh, option for Unified Contact Center Enterprise. Uh, So that's something that's now available to Cisco sales teams and Cisco channel partners uh, to really deliver um, from a quoting and pricing uh, standpoint um, and uh, and paper standpoint, contract standpoint, uh, a single solution uh, for 
contact center enterprise with a strong outbound uh, option uh, with campaign management. Great, great. Thank you for those updates, Ross. Lots of activity, obviously, for the uh, contact center business here at Cisco. And again, the URL to uh, to check on all of the information that uh, Ross has just talked about, cisco.com slash go slash cc. And so, Ross, you know, apparent, again, that uh, there's a lot of traction and growth and momentum for contact center here at Cisco. Uh, before we let you go today, do you have any uh, last thoughts or updates for the audience? Uh, sure thing. Uh, two uh, two items to uh, to talk about here. Uh, one is uh, to uh, the analysts that are tracking numbers. Uh, keep an eye out for uh, our 2007 uh, calendar, fourth quarter uh, shipment numbers, which uh, will be out uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks uh, per our normal uh, release mechanism. Uh, and uh, and secondly, um, something uh, that I think is pretty important for our channel partner community. Uh, for um, a couple of years now, our partners have really been looking for us and, and our customers to some degree as well uh, for certification capabilities uh, within our contact center set. Uh, obviously, Cisco has an extensive certification program for various technologies, uh, CCNAs and CCIEs, uh, for those who are familiar with uh, the acronyms uh, within Cisco's other uh, certification programs. Uh, and we've made a couple of important steps toward that goal with Contact Center as well. Uh, earlier in the year, uh, we released uh, a new exam. Um, this is uh, an official exam that is uh, proctored um, under uh, Cisco uh, Learning Partner Auspices. Um, so earlier in the year, we uh, released uh, an exam for uh, Unified Contact Center Enterprise Design and in Q2, uh, we have released uh, Unified Contact Center Enterprise Implementation Exam. Uh, and the exam is designed for uh, Cisco employees, for Cisco Contact Center customers, and primarily in terms of audience for Cisco uh, channel partners, implementation partners, uh, to demonstrate their expertise on Contact Center Enterprise, uh, as well as actually uh, Unified uh, IPI VR. Uh, so, again, the second uh, in a series of exams focused on Contact Center Enterprise, and, again, really delivering against what our uh, customers and partners are asking for. And an ultimate goal would be to uh, align these exams as part of uh, an overall certification uh, in Cisco Contact Center Solutions. Okay, great. Well, Ross, you know what? It looks like we're out of time for today. I'd like to thank you very much for your time. Uh, it is uh, my distinct pleasure, and I'm uh, really happy uh, that uh, we have this opportunity and hope that the information continues to be valuable to the analysts. So for more information on Cisco Unified Contact Center Solutions, I'd encourage the audience once again to please visit us on the web at cisco.com slash go slash cc. I'm Sean O'Connell. Thanks again for joining this edition of the Quarterly Contact Center Podcast Series.